This is the Wednesday, July 7th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We got you covered with a little NHL, little Major League Baseball, and some WNBA as well, in and out in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I am Doug Kazarian, alongside Joe Fortenbaugh, and Giannis with a surprise appearance at the NBA Finals last night, but too much Phoenix sharpness. And they pull away, win by double digits. Joe, anything to fire on right now before the market settles for tomorrow's game two? I'll tell you what. I was looking over props, and one of the ones we played on Daily Wager yesterday was DeAndre Ayton over 11.5 rebounds. He cleaned up the glass to perfection last night. I think he finished with 19 boards. He was incredible. His average has been over 11.5 the whole postseason. I just assume when this came back up, it was going to move to maybe 13, 13.5. They moved it one to 12 and a half, 12 and a half after he just dropped 19. I'm not saying he gets to 19 again, but I do think 12 and a half is not enough of a correction. Aiton has been a beast and he's focusing on that. The shots are going to Booker. The shots are going to Paul. Aiton's only putting up 10 or so a night and he's averaging 70 or 80% field goal percentage. I mean, he's been incredible. So I'm going to keep banging on that rebound prop until someone changes it enough to sway me off it. Yeah, no, it makes total sense. He was a monster out there, and Giannis being somewhat limited. And I wonder if the – not that Coach Bud makes a lot of adjustments in his life, but I wonder if they're going to go take Lopez out and go Giannis at the five. I think when they were singling out Lopez on some high pick and rolls, that was really um, exploiting sort of the limitations of Milwaukee's defense. I mean, Chris Paul is going to exploit anything, and that's what makes this, I think, NBA Finals so intriguing is you have one coach who won't do anything, and the other guy is the ultimate – sort of edge finder. So I, I like the Suns a lot in game two. Maybe I'm just recency biased, but I think Chris Paul at minus 140 right now, to, or plus, uh, minus 140 to win finals MVP, I think is a solid play as well. I liked it going into the series at plus money. And uh, I think that's like the big series price adjustment. I just don't think it's enough. He's the, he dictates everything and the narrative and all that stuff. So I, I like the Suns right now. I mean, hats off to Hats off to Giannis for being able to play and look pretty sharp, or in all things considered. But still, I think it's Phoenix's series right now. But anyways, let's get to today's action. And uh, why don't you start us off on the diamond here? All right, I got two games I'm going to play in baseball today. Neither's early. They're both a little bit later, so you can take your time. The first game is going to be Zach Wheeler and the Phillies against the Cubs. The Phillies are minus 134. Wheeler has been incredible as of late, and I don't think enough people are talking about it. They're finally starting to adjust some of these prices, but it should be bigger than this. Uh, Since May 2nd, May 1st, he had a game against the Mets where he didn't pitch very well. He gave up four runs. So since May 2nd, he's made 11 starts. The Phillies are 8-3 and in those 11 starts, during which time Wheeler's ERA is 1.31. He's been incredible. And at the same time, he's pitching deep in the games. He's gone six or more innings in 10 of those 11 starts. So you're getting consistency, but you're also getting high-level consistency. On the flip side, you get a Cubs team that's lost 11 straight and has won just four times in their last 21 games. During this current 11-game losing streak, they're averaging three runs a game, and a lot of that's aided by the fact that they put up 10 yesterday because of the weather against the Phillies, but they still lost that game 15-10. to If you remove that from the equation, they're not even averaging three runs per game. So I'm going to play the Phillies minus 134 over the Cubs. Game number two, first five innings, the Seattle Mariners are minus 110 over the Yankees, who are also minus 110. 
This is all about the pitching matchup. Another undervalued pitcher, UC Kikuchi, the lefty for the Mariners. 3.18 ERA on the year, but recent form has been fantastic. Last seven starts, the Mariners are 5-2 and two in those seven games, and Kikuchi's got an ERA of 1.87. He's a young lefty who's getting better and better and better, but he plays in Seattle. They're not very good. Their games are on late. No one's really watching, so no one's caught on to this guy. Domingo Herman is going to go for the Yanks. He's been terrible. Three or more earned runs given up in five of his last six starts. In the month of June, the Yankees went two and four in his six starts. He had an ERA of 7.27. I'm going to avoid the bullpens here. If you go full game, the Mariners are like plus 101. I just want to go with the starting pitchers. So it's going to be Mariners, first five innings over the Yanks. That's minus 110. And again, the Phillies minus 134 over the Cubs. All right, certainly solid presentation on that. I um I have a couple I have one baseball game basically. I'm gonna go with the White Sox. Yes, we talk so much about them as their ability to pound lefties, although they've come back to earth a little bit, but they can still pound righties. And I think they get to Pineda here, but mostly Lance Lynn's on the bump for the White Sox. Strong pitcher. I don't get it this year. He's just been lights out in a lot of ways, but I'm gonna write it at only minus one fifteen. It's on the road. Probably chop it up first five and full game. But that's the only uh, one that really stood out. Of course, it's hard not to recognize Matt Harvey Day. Uh, Joe, we probably should have began the podcast with this. But there's been a market move, as you tweeted about. Um, I have to back the Blue Jays. Look, Orioles are playing pretty solid ball, all things considered. Um, it's been impressive. But it's still Matt Harvey, and uh, the Blue Jays lineup should feast on him. I'm not saying don't bet the Orioles. Uh, or I'm not saying don't bet the Blue Jays. Let me be very clear about that. It's just that we've all gotten very excited about Matt Harvey Day. The Orioles have won the last two Matt Harvey starts, and this price was astronomical this morning. It was like Blue Jays minus, I don't know, 290, 310, something like that, and it has come down since. Now, I think that's strictly because the price was so high. Obviously, the guys who have the edge, the guys who do the modeling, they realize there's a it's off a bit. That's why we're seeing this. But at the same time, it hasn't been as much of a sure thing as it was there for a little while. So it's really just a tweet exercising a little bit of caution. But again, the, the Orioles just beat the Blue Jays yesterday. So you got to figure there's a, a potential bounce back here. I think it's Ryu going for the Blue Jays as well. Yes. So I, anyone betting Toronto, you're not going to hear me saying you're making a mistake. I just wanted to highlight the fact that Matt Harvey Day hasn't been as profitable for us the last few times out. Duly noted, we're taking the Blue Jays. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. Look, it's baseball. Well. Blue Jays, have, excuse me, the Orioles have been pesky of late, but certainly worth noting for sure. Let's hit the ice, and I think this could be a beatdown, an absolute beatdown by the Lightning. Coming home 3-1, the mayor gets what he wants, a chance to clinch on home ice to hoist Lord Stanley. And I just think this is a response, and we certainly have talked about it a million times. What are they, 14 straight or 15 straight? Bounce 14 back, and 0. Uh, off, off, um, you know, off a playoff loss, the Lightning have responded with a win. So I'm going to lay the 220. I'm going to lay the puck line, maybe scalp a little bit live. I know a guy who's pretty sharp. He's on the Lightning minus a half first period, plus 140. A lot of ways to play this game. I think this uh, this series ends tonight. I'm doing all of it. It's the gentleman sweep. I completely agree. I'm going to play him minus 235 or whatever price I can find that's better than that. I'm just looking at Caesars William Hill. Minus one and a half on the puck line, which is plus 120. You mentioned the stat about 14-0 and 0, uh, in their last 14 games off a loss in the postseason, which dates back to last year's postseason run. At home this year in the playoffs, the Lightning are 8-3. and three. They're outscoring their opponents 45-21. to 45-21. to 21. They're more than doubling them up when playing them at home. If you look at the way this series is played out, 
Tampa was up three games to none, and they had a plus nine goal differential. And then, of course, Monday night, game four, Montreal wins 3-2 in overtime. It took all of that just to get to overtime and win by a goal. I think tonight you go back to Tampa and the Lightning throttle them. I'm not saying 8 nothing like that Islanders game, but it's not going to surprise me if this is 5-1, 6-2, something like that. The Cup's going to get raised tonight, so I'm with you. I'm playing the Lightning every which way here. Yeah, no, I'm thinking about maybe team total or even over, too, in case they give up. I mean, I just think it's going to be a higher-scoring game. I was on the over five in the last game. Got really lucky. Two uh, two goals in the um, third period and the two the two proper goals. You get it? So it's 2-2 two, two now, and then I'm yeah. also guaranteed the push. So I, I like the over five, too. I just think we're going to get some goals here. Montreal might have to press a little bit. But it's more about lightning not hitting the post every darn time. So, All right, uh, I'm I, with you on that. I have a WNBA play. Do you have anything else for our people? I do not, but I have been waiting for this, hoping that you were going to release something for the WNBA. Yeah, this one's a surprising. This is the Lynx at home uh, against the Dallas uh, Wings. And I like the Wings. Uh, Agumba Wale has been awesome. She's uh, got a, such an edge to her. It's really exciting to watch. But the Lynx are really, really solid. This line's starting to steam up. It's at three and a half right now. I, was, I thought it'd be like six. Uh, the Lynx, they played each other in Dallas last week. Lynx took care of the first game, and uh, excuse me, it wasn't last week. It was a couple weeks ago. And then the next game, it's with these home and home, not these home and home, these like two game series. And then the Wings brought it the next game. So I'm on the link. I'm on the Lynx here. They're at home. They just beat the Mercury in Phoenix by 31. Now I think that's more Phoenix has major issues going on, and uh, it's really kind of puzzling what's going on with that. They're the big three. So uh, I am all about the Minnesota Lynx, like first quarter, first, most, no, excuse me, let me repeat, first half, but then full game as well. It's up to three and a okay. half now. I'd lay up to five. All so. right, nicely done. I will be blindly tailing. I'd love to give some analysis as well. I don't really follow the WNBA except for your pick. So let's go get them. Basically, Sylvia Fowles is their center. She's uh, fantastic, and they just play off each other. They're pretty deep. They have the shooting as well. Uh, again, Dallas Wings are a nice team. Sort of, there's tiers basically. There's the Aces and Storm at top, and then there's sort of that Sun and Lynx in the next tier. And with the Chicago Sky, of course, when they have uh, Candace Parker, and then the Wings are right there, kind of just just a notch below the Sky, I would say. Doug, um, Doug, let me cut you off here. I could get a good look at a steak by sticking my head <laughs> up a bull's ass, but I'd rather take the butcher's word for it. Okay. It's not on the box. It's not on the box. Uh, yeah, so I like I like the uh, links. Look, they've won uh, four straight since that loss, and uh, they're just playing really sharp ball, inside out attack. So I like them. I like them. Okay. All right. That's gonna do it. Sorry for the uh, WNBA podcast there, but uh, you know, let's hope we get there and uh, I look good, right? Um, yeah, thanks buddy. to everyone for uh, downloading, rating, reviewing, subscribing, all that good stuff. It really helps with our metrics, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Mm-hmm.